You're listening to the Morrowology Podcast. It's all about Morrow County, Ohio. I'm really glad I stayed till the end for this one. In the studio today is your hosts, Mike Wilson and Joey Powell. Hello, Mike. Hey, Joey. How are you, sir? Hey, I'm I'm doing super. Super, huh? Super Mike. Um, put your cape away. <laughs> We've got stuff to do here, sir. We are a very serious organization. Yes, we are. No, we're not. <laughs> I can't even fool myself. That's yeah, I can't keep a straight face on that. Yeah, we are not. Uh, we we try to be serious, folks, but it's not fun. So, uh, what's going on, Mike? Did you have a good week? I had a stupendous week. Stupendous. Stupendous. Nice. Yes. That's a <laughs> that's an interesting word. It is. <laughs> yeah. Stupendous. Yeah. Um. Good, good. I'm glad to hear it. You're, you, I mean, you're here. You're uh, upright and walking. That's good. Yes, I am. I'm here. I'm upright and walking. Yes. We, uh, we've had um, some pretty cool karaoke stuff going on down at uh, the End Zone Barn Grill. Oh yes, I have not made it to one of those, but I, I hear that it's just been a wonderful experience. Well, let's just say there's been standing room only. Oh wow. Yes. SRO. Yes. So they're. Um, we have we actually raised enough money to buy another mic. Oh, really? Yeah, so we're replacing you. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Our wireless microphones from our little theater. We were able to raise money now, Mike, to pay for all 24. All 24 are paid for. All 24 are that paid for. That is awesome. Yeah, but we haven't put it out on Facebook yet. Uh, we're waiting on a picture. Um, and we want to get a picture for uh, the karaoke contest. And um, get uh, that info out there. You know, we want to get some of that... Um, we want to get some of the uh, winners from the karaoke contest, and we have one other photo from somebody who recently just said, "Hey, we want to um, we want to work out there on uh, get, helping you get one of the mics." I'm like, "Okay, well, that works for us." <laughs> so, uh, your last chance for the karaoke contest is unfortunately um, over for you to get into the competition. However, if you want to come out to the End Zone Bar and Grill on March the 4th at 8 p.m., we will be doing our final. This is the grand finale. I believe we have 12-plus people. I want to say there's 12 participants, and then we've asked two to come and sing okay. on top of it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, you know, th- It's just been a great experience. It really, really has. We have some, some pretty talented people out there. Um, it, but it's been – I've met a lot of cool people. Uh, being there every night for karaoke and it's just it's been a great time so again march the 4th that's a friday night at 8 p.m at the end zone bar and grill come out and get some good food some good drinks and listen to some good folks sing and you think i think you should mention also the um the sponsor that that gave gave you prizes yeah so finley entertainment from freedom fest um ohio it has given us all three prizes plus uh somebody just threw in another prize for the grand, um, the champion here, and it is an hour-long massage from Mount Gilead Massage. So that's pretty cool. I learned about that Friday. That was just given to us. Um, our, uh, we'll have a whole list. We've gotten a bunch of folks who have, uh, you know, provided us some financing uh, throughout the whole event. So we'll have a nice list as we go through to be able to share there. But. Uh, Carol Essick is another one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe Long with the End Zone Bar and Grill. Um, Betsy Wright uh, from Remax Achievers. 
Um, oh my gosh, there's so many to even mention here. Um, but they are listed in the commercial that we'll play here shortly. Okay. Uh, then starting this coming weekend, Batman at the Capitol Theater. Did you know, Mike, you can go and see an evening performance at, for $4? That's how much it costs. Four bucks. It. Four bucks. If you go during the matinee, I think it's three. Good yes. deal. Yeah. Right here in Morrow County. Right here in Morrow County. You don't have to go over to Marion or Mansfield nope. or Columbus. Nope. Five o'clock uh, and eight o'clock on Friday. And then on Sunday, I know it's two and five. And then Saturday, I think there are three showings. Mm-hmm. I think it's two, five, and eight at uh, that time. Uh, so that's going to be a good thing. That's at the Capitol Theater. And, Mike, Capitol Theater, 100 years old last year. Yes. And, of course, COVID stopped the celebration for that. But 100 years old. And the building looks it. It's, <laughs> it's, uh, it's, I mean, it's one of the downtown jewels. Originally, it was not a theater. It was added on to. Um, and, uh, it looked, I think it was a, a seed store, I think is what I had heard at one point. Um, but you can actually see where they added the theater on to that. Um, and underneath the floor in the theater is the actual wood or the, uh, dirt floor Okay, for that space. Pretty cool. And we've talked about it before with the old movies and, um, some of that fun stuff there. Uh, let's see here on, uh, March 5th, the spring craft show at the handlebar bar, handlebar ranch. Uh, on County Road 76 in Mount Gilead. Contact Diane at 419-563-5210 to be a vendor. And then on the 6th of March, yoga at the ranch. Mike. Hey. Not not yogi. I'm yoga bear. Hey, boo-boo. I'm smarter than the average bear. (laughs) I steal your picnic basket while you're at yoga. (laughs) Um so uh Groovy Prance. Oh that's that's yoga, not not no yoga. Yoga. Okay. Yeah, uh, Groovy Plants Ranch. Join certified yoga teacher Sam Gray for a peaceful but energizing yoga flow. The 60-minute class will feature a balance of fun and relaxing poses, a contemporary playlist, and a brief but motivating and affirming media uh, meditation. Not mediation, meditation. Um, our flow will be accessible to yogis. There you go, yogis. So if you do yoga, you're a yogi. Okay. Okay. I did not know that. Um, of all levels um, of experience, whether it's your first class or you've been practicing for years, it's $15 a person. That seems pretty cool. I will not be there because this body does not yoga, and I am not a yogi. Yeah, you're more of a boo-boo than a yoga. I'm definitely more of a boo-boo. <laughs> <laughs> um, March 12th at 8 a.m., the Small Farm Conference comes to us from our friend Russ Mayer. It's at the, oh, I'm sorry, I almost did that wrong. The Ohio State University yes, campus, Mansfield. Yes. Uh, do you own a few acres that you want to be productive, but you're not sure what to do with it? Do you own your own land or forest that you're not sure uh, how to manage? These questions and many more you can get answered on March 12th from 8 a.m. to 3.30 p.m. at the OSU Mansfield campus in Overwood Hall. It's just a few minutes from 71 and Route 30. Uh, go to osu.edu slash OSU Farm Conference 2022 for class and registration details. Call ahead to Carrie Jagger, our friend at the Ohio State University uh, <laughs> Extension Office in Morrow County. Call her at 419-947-1070 or you can email her at uh, jagger.6 at osu.edu. And then um, going on now through April 9th, 
uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays, it's 5.30 to 7.30. And then on Saturdays, it is 10 to noon. Esther's Dream, it's going to be at the Mount Gilead High School uh, admin building, formerly known as Cherry Street Elementary. I believe it's on the top floor. Um, and, of course, they have prom dresses, jewelry, shoes, and more. Uh, these are all slightly used. So if you are on a budget or cannot afford to go buy a new one or would rather not go buy a new one, uh, give Esther's Dream a, a look there. And uh, I believe that's run by Jody Hayes, and um, that'll be um, – that's definitely something pretty cool there. I think back at how much my parents spent on my sister's prom dresses. Wow. And I got how, two, how, I got, how much did they spend on your prom dress? Um, not not as much as they did my <laughs> sisters. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'm getting a little scared though. Think about this now, Mike. I got two, two girls. Yes, you do, man. And Something it's not like there's to. a break in between them. No, they are both going to be going at the same time potentially. So, and then um, at Headwaters on March the twentieth. Uh, uh, our primitive settlers, uh, Johnny Appleseed and Morrow County Archaeology, will be there starting at 2 p.m. Oh, that was a typo, Mike. I put 22 p.m. Um, oh, I forgot one here. I forgot a couple. I missed these. Shamrock Shuffle, March 19th, starting at 10 a.m., put on by the Mount Gilead Fitness and the End Zone Bar and Grill. It's a 5K run and walk and a kid's fun run. Participants age 21 and over will receive a free beer ticket from the End Zone as well as a shirt, chip timing, snacks, refreshments, and more included with your registration. That is going to be on March the 19th, starting at 10 a.m., Shamrock Shuffle 5K. That's located at Mount Gilead High School on the street there between the high school and Park Avenue Elementary. Then also on the 19th, starting at 9 a.m., this is going to be a pop-up shop and coffee truck at Groovy Plants Ranch. Spring is near, and I don't know about you, but we are antsy to spruce up our wardrobes over here. So you're invited. Um, out to bring our first ever pop-up shop to the Groovy Plants Ranch. Maggie has built a collection of cream-of-the-crop thrifted items that won't burn a hole in your pocket. Oh, that's neat. So you can get... Oops, sorry, didn't mean to hit your mic. Mike. Ouch. Uh, um, you actually can uh, go out there, and it looks like it's going to be like kind of a resale type thing out there. So that's cool. And then additionally, Frenchie Roast is coming. That's the name of a coffee truck, Frenchie Roast. Get oh, okay. It? I didn't know what that was. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then we're equally excited to have them as our first food truck of the 2022 season. This uh, is sure to be a fun-filled day with lots of plants, coffee, and curated thrift. That sounds like a great time um, out there at Groovy, Groovy Plants. And I don't know, Mike, do you put flowers out or anything? I put a few out, yes. So Groovy Plants has some pretty cool things. Yes, they do. And they have a whole bunch of succulents out there um they have just about just about anything you could want to find and they're expanding so they'll have even more so that is super super exciting but mike yes i think it would only behoove us at this point to behoove sure, behoove behoove wow did i say that right or wrong no you said it right oh, okay i've just never heard that come out of your mouth before yeah i know i'm full of surprises all right so i'm going to play a song and i want you to tell me what song it is are you ready okay let's hear All right, Mike. 
What's if, the song? If I'm not mistaken, I think that's the Happy Birthday song. It is the Happy Birthday. And why, sir, is that the Happy Birthday song? Since you reminded me. Yes, well, it was uh, one year ago this week that we had our first uh, podcast. Yeah. On uh, 2 27 21. And that happens to be the uh, date that we are um, recording it this this year. Oh my gosh, it is. It is, yes. It is. We're a few hours early yet because yes. we recorded in the evening, like 7.30 at night. <clears throat> the first one, we had to go and look it up prior to. So happy birthday to Marology. Yes. That is exciting. Um, and talking about birthdays, we also brought this one up. Well, you did. Oh, yes. And I'm going to take credit for it. That's fine. I have That's the article. Fine. So something to celebrate here in Morrow County is definitely a 100th birthday. So let's celebrate. We're going to celebrate Martha Ellen Geyer Coobs. Gear. Gear. Yes. Now, it depends on where you are. Well, we're in Morrow County. It's Gear. I know the it family. It's Gear. <laughs> if you're in, in uh, Crawford County, it's Geyer. Yes, right? it is. You're yeah. right. So, um, now, so Mrs. Coobs here uh, celebrated her 100th birthday on Tuesday with members of her family and staff at the DeWolf um plays senior living and it says here that this this blue mike and i kind of started looking at this this was amazing she served as a nurse during world war ii she met amelia Earhart at church at a church retreat and received her diploma from the hands of henry ford still martha coobs did not list any of these stories as her most important takeaway from her 100 years of life instead she said her family of course uh, I was given the best of everything, the Mount Gilead native and mother of four said. She celebrated her 100th birthday Tuesday in her current home of Marion's DeWolf uh, Place Senior Living, um, surrounded by adoring staff members and filled with visits and phone calls from her beloved family. Sitting in the DeWolf Place Tuesday, Coobs noted that she had a uh, a lot of phone calls to take, pausing to happily listen to her answering machine as her grandson john saying happy birthday uh that is pretty cool it says uh, a woman of kind kindness and spirit coob said she learned uh her lo- love for family and uh from her own mother and father who raised not only her but also her five sisters and three brothers her father was a good man, she said, not yelling or striking the children for discipline. He merely would lift an eyebrow, and they knew. Uh, <laughs> I really was fortunate, and I had the best mother and father that anyone could have, she said. Her parents raised the nine children as regular churchgoers, and it was at a church retreat as a young girl that Coobs met Amelia Earhart. Our church group would go up to a place along the lake for the summer. And one year, the year before she disappeared, she spoke to our group. She was tall, thin, and she wore a green satin dress, she said. She talked to the whole group. But the next year, she and Mr. Uh, is that Noonan? Noonan? I think, yeah, I think it's Noonan. Noonan disappeared, and they, were, uh, they, and they never found them. Upon adulthood, Coobs went into nursing, earning her diploma from Henry Ford Hospital in Detroit. Henry Ford himself handed the diploma the year before he passed, and Coobs received a pin from Clara Bryant Ford, his wife. Uh, he was a little man, a very little man, she reflected. Still, as she was earning her nursing, nursing training, 
the world was in crisis. Coobs chose to serve as a nurse at Percy Jones General Hospital in Battle Creek, Michigan, to care for the wounded coming back from the war in the Pacific. As a nurse, I was getting my training, and the Army asked if I wanted to sign up for the Army, so they formed a cadet nursing corps, and my three years of nursing were all as a student nurse, she said. Looking back, she recounted the tragedy she saw during her time at Percy Jones. The war ended, and they were sending the injured boys from the West Pacific War over to San Francisco, and then they sent them up to Percy Jones General Hospital, and that's where I took care of the boys, she said. Their skin was burned off, and a lot of them did not want to go back to back to their home because they lost an arm or a leg. One boy lost all four limbs, and he rode around on a little cart with wheels. It was unbelievable, uh, and the injured soldiers... Um, They were all Midwestern boys, she said. Um, She goes on to talk about her time there. um, She says she didn't want us to make a big deal about her 100th birthday yesterday because she she always says, I've lived such a good life, and I'm happy with it. Um, So happy birthday to uh, Mrs. Koobs there, uh, widow to the late Dr. Koobs of Mount Gilead here. and I did not realize just how many, um, reading this, how many of the families are all related. Even though the last names are different, they're all related. Um, so happy birthday. And, of course, this story comes to us from Laura Pierce. Uh, she posted about it on her Facebook page, and that's where I picked up on it. Um, and Mike and I were able to hunt this down a little bit and get it out here for us to see. So what what do you got, Mike? Anything fun over there? I back on? think we've covered most of what's going on right now, but as spring as spring is almost upon us, we will have more events, I'm sure. Oh, the events are just going to completely pop out everywhere. Like we're not even going to be able to talk about all of them. We're going to have to figure out what we want uh, what we want to do, but um you know, as we get into the springtime, um, it is also time for us to look at the possibility of severe weather. Um, I can't even spell severe um, right now. Um, but just so you know, March is severe weather month. And um, the annual statewide tornado drill is always the last Wednesday of the month at 850 in the morning. So that'll be coming up. Uh, here at the end of March. So this is coming out on February 28th, which is the last day of February, but practically the first week of March. Yes. Uh, yeah, so we are, we're we're starting the last month of the first quarter. We are like, we're trucking through the year here. So, all right, Mike, you don't have anything? Are you ready? Are we going to, we're going to jump backwards? Let's go back. We're going to go back. Here we go. Hang on. Please buckle your safety belt. Keep all hands and arms inside of the flight. All right, Mike. What are we talking about? Well, Ohio also has a birthday this month. Woo-hoo. Um, I'm guessing not 100. No, March 1st of, eight, of uh, 1803, Ohio became a state, which means that this year we are 219 years old. 219. 219. Wow. It's a lot of uh, a lot of years for Ohio. <laughs> that is true. And I have an article here that was actually written by Trella Romine. Um, I knew Trella. She was a sweet lady. <clears throat> she 
she passed a few years ago, but it's about Ohio statehood. All right. I'm not sure. I might have shared this once before, but you know what? Being the birth the birthday of Ohio, I think that we'll share it again. Um, there were some in the year 1802 who did not want the eastern part of the Northwest Territory, the Ohio country, to be given statehood. Others did not trust the territorial governor, General Arthur St. Clair, who opposed statehood for the Ohio Territory as outlined in the Ordinance of 1787. He proposed to divide it at the Scioto River so that it would uh, not be dominated by the Chillicothe Republicans. Statehood proponents chose Thomas Worthington and Michael Baldwin to take the Republican message to Washington. In January of 1802, the House rejected the division bill, thus retaining the existing configuration of the territory. This improved the chances for Ohio to become a state. Although the census of 1800 counted only 45,365 inhabitants in the territory, the House Committee on Statehood noted that rapid increase in settlers would drive the population above the 60,000 mark before the new state uh, could be organized and proposed that steps should be taken to establish a new state. The House accepted the report, and President Thomas Jefferson signed the Ohio Enabling Act on April 30th of 1802. The act set the boundaries of the state, fixed the date for a constitutional convention, and set the terms for the election of delegates to this convention. The 35 chosen delegates met on November 1st in Chillicothe. St. Clair, still hoping he might become the first governor of the new state, asked to speak to the convention and, according to the delegates, hung himself. Upon completion of his speech, the delegates immediately adopted a resolution which stated that it was expedient to form a constitution and a state government. It was passed with only one dissenting vote. Soon afterward, President Thomas Jefferson dismissed St. Clair as governor of the territory. By November 29, 1802, the convention delegates had completed the new Ohio Constitution. Again, Thomas Worthington made the trip over the mountain trails on horseback to Washington and delivered it to Congress. Did he bring his chocolate? It was approved by both houses. Oh, that was Anthony Thomas, wasn't yes, it? Oh, yes, sorry. Maybe a descendant, I don't know. It was approved by both houses, and on February 19, 1803, it was approved by both houses, and on February 19, 1803, and President Jefferson signed it into law. The document was perhaps the most democratic state constitution yet adopted, with virtually all of the power in a Senate and House representatives. The first state to emerge from the Northwest Territory also honored the pledge of the Northwest Ordinance that slavery should not exist in the area north and west of the Ohio River. However, the vote to grant the, uh, the franchise to blacks failed by a narrow margin and was given only to white male taxpayers at least 21 years of age. The Constitution also carried a Bill of Rights protecting civil liberties in the new state. Edwin Tiffin, the president of the Constitutional Convention, was elected the first governor of the state of Ohio. Jeremiah Morrow of Warren County, a quiet, serious Presbyterian of good common sense, won the lone seat in the House of Representatives. He voted for waging war against Great Britain in 1812. In 1822, he served as a member of the Ohio Board of Canal Commissioners the same year 
that he was elected the ninth governor of Ohio. When Morrow County was formed in 1848, Jeremiah Morrow was honored by having the new county carry his name. So that's a little bit about the founding of Morrow County. And interesting, interesting. Um, a few things so here. That was the story about founding of Ohio. Right. Yeah. So what else did you get? I know you've got something else up your sleeve. Uh, not a thing. Just my arm. Okay. <laughs> What's on your phone then? Well, I, I went to Wikipedia, which I don't always trust it, but in this case, I think it's, it's correct. Uh, the state takes its name from the Ohio River, whose name in turn originated from the Seneca word O-I-O, meaning a good river, great river, or large creek. That sounds um, fair. That does sound that sounds right, I'm sure. We became the 17th state amid to the Union, March 1st, 1803. And let's see, was there something else here I wanted to share? Um, the government of Ohio is composed of the executive branch led by the governor, the legislative branch consisting of the by bicameral Ohio General Assembly. That was easy to say. Yeah, I'm not sure what it means even, but I'll check that out. And the judicial branch, led by the state Supreme Court. Ohio occupies 16 seats in the United States House of Representatives. The state is known for its status as both a swing state and a bellwether in national elections. Seven presidents of the United States have come from Ohio. This was uh, this has led to it receiving the moniker, the mother of presidents. And one of those presidents came from? Morrow County. That's right. Warren G. Harding. Yes, he did. Born in North Bloomfield Township, right? I believe it's, uh, yes. But was that was that the name of the township? The town at the time was, was called Corsica. It's now, but, Blo- it, but yeah. New Bloomington. Right. New Bloomington, that's yes. right. So I was a little confused there. Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, things, you know, nothing stays the same there. No. So, did you know that on this date... In 1827, New Orleans take to the streets for Mardi Gras. Mardi Gras. Okay, that's right. In uh, this day, on 1840, in 1844, the Dominican Republic declares independence as a sovereign state. In 1936, Shirley Temple receives fifty thousand dollars per film. Really? Yes. Wow. Yes. Um, in 1864, what was so important about 1864? 1864, 1864, 1864. What was going on in the country in 1864? Uh, the Civil War. It was the Civil War. So the Union um, uh, inmates began arriving at deadly Andersonville Prison. Okay. Uh, there, and then, um, let's see here, 1964, oh no, wait. Um, in 1991, video recreation was used in a murder trial. So they actually were able to do like a video and like recreate. Oh, okay. okay. And it was allowed to be used. Yes. Yeah, and rea- yeah, that's a better yes. way to put it. Mm-hmm. Uh, 1964, Italian government asks for suggestions on how to fix the Leaning Tower of Pisa. Oh. <laughs> I used to think it was pizza, Leaning Tower of Pizza. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, Pisa. You're making me hungry. Uh, let's see here. 1960, the U.S. Olympic hockey team beats... The Soviet Union. Oh. I think we could all beat the Soviet Union right now. Yeah. Or the remnants idea. of one. Uh, let's see here. Um, 
1922, Supreme Court defends the William, uh, the women's voting rights. And then in 1942, so what was going on in the world in 1942? Oh, World War II, of course. That's right. U.S. aircraft carrier Langley is sunk. So there's just some of the some of the things. I get those every day. If you go to history.com, you can actually pull up um, those daily things and uh, find out, you know, what's gone on this day in history or what have you. So um, when we read from those, that's where we get them is from history.com. All right, Mike, miss anything else? Uh, no, I think we're ready to go back to the present. Back to the future. <laughs> Join us for Freedom Fest Ohio, July 1st and 2nd, 2022 at the Morrow County Fairgrounds. Brought to you by Finley Entertainment. Celebrate freedom with the Nate Williams Band, Austin French, and headliner Crowder on July 1st, Friday night, starting at 6.30 p.m. Then on Saturday, July 2nd, join Scott Stevens, Heath Sanders, Rodney Atkins, and headliner Justin Moore. Tickets are on sale now. Visit FreedomFestOhio.com. Join us at Endzone Bar and Grill for a karaoke contest every Friday starting February 4th at 8 p.m. Only two winners each week will move forward to Week five's grand finale. The grand prize is two VIP passes, parking pass, and meal to Freedom Fest held at the Morrow County Fairgrounds. Grand prize sponsored by Finley Entertainment. Join us on July 1st and 2nd for Freedom Fest. Special thanks go to Finley Entertainment, Betsy Wright, Remax Achievers, Broom Sisters of Morrow County, Native Karaoke and DJ Service, and End Zone Bar and Grill for making this event happen. All right, Mike. So I shared a little bit about the uh, winter weather or the severe weather week. Mm-hmm. So severe weather week is, um, oh, of course, I pulled up the wrong one still. I believe it's the 20th through the 26th, yeah, uh, of this year, of this coming month here. Uh, tornado awareness. So we are in that weird time of year where we can get, uh, you know, winter storms. We can get, you know, tornadoes. Uh, we have we can't get a hurricane necessarily in Ohio, which is kind of good, I guess. <laughs> but um, you know, at least we have an idea that hurricanes are coming. So uh, the Wednesday of the month that this comes up is, I believe, the twenty third. I think is when it is of the month. Um, I'm sorry, the th- I think it's the 30th, See, the 23rd or the 30th, uh, and that's when you'll hear the tornado sirens going off at 9.50 uh, in the morning, not at 8.50, 9.50 in the morning, and, um, you know, um, make sure that you guys have, you know, some food and some water, you should have about one gallon per person per day uh, when you uh, start stocking your basement for food you want something that's non-perishable but yet you don't necessarily have to cook so uh, be thinking about that and uh, we'll start sharing some more tips with you later into this month as we go mike you got anything else as we get ready to wrap up here for this episode i think we're ready to wrap up you think so huh all right well folks as always mike and i thank you so much Happy birthday tomorrowology. Yay! One year. And uh, have a good rest of your week. <laughs>